Don't these lyrics just paint a scene? Standing on side of the Highway 4 exit, a lady in tie-dye, a bag by her side, not really looking like anything special, saw Tennessee tags and she waved for a ride, sat right beside me as the meter hit 60, explaining her travels and her family background. When she got through, I could not help but thinking she's a long way from a West Nashville grand ballroom gown. Can't you see Jimmy driving down the road, country music playing loudly, windows down, and he spots this lady standing on the side of the road, thumb in the air. She's probably dressed in bell-bottom jeans, maybe a flower in her hair, tie-dye shirt tied up so her belly is exposed, arms a bit tan from walking so much. He pulls the car over and he asks her, Need a lift? Where are you heading, cowboy? She asks. Nashville, eventually, he replies. Just drop me off before you get there, and we will get along just fine. He smiles and opens the door. She climbs in. They introduce themselves, and then they set off. Did this incident happen? I don't know. Is the song purely fiction? Again, I don't know. But picking someone up like this back in the early 70s was probably commonplace. You see a stranger on the side of the road, and you just naturally stop and pick them up. You couldn't do that these days. You really have to be a lot more careful now, and maybe you should have been more careful back then. Who knows? I was born in 1972, at the end of 1972, December of that year to be exact, so I have no true way of knowing how it was in the early 70s. But after the flower power years and the free love movement, it may not have been such a bad time after all. Yes, there was Vietnam, and America and the world, for that matter, was recovering from it. And there was the gas shortage in the 70s as well. But I think overall things flowed better back in those days. No cell phones, no distractions, no Facebook, no Twitter, no internet. I mean, I couldn't do this podcast without the last one. But still, time moved differently back then. I don't mean to start off this podcast with a long rant, reminiscing about times gone by. But sometimes my hands get to typing and my brain has to follow. I have no control over it. I guess that's why I write books and short stories. I have a knack for getting long-winded. And if you need to read one of my stories, my name is Anthony Renfro. And my stories are all over Amazon, Nook, Apple, and Kobo, just to name a few. And I even have a short story with a parrothead vampire in it. Yes, you heard that right. It's called A Vampire at Christmas. Okay, if you are returning back to this podcast, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. A million thank yous. I am taking a virtual bow right now. If you are new here, welcome. Now let's get back to today's song, West Nashville Grand Ballroom Gown. A deep cut on Jimmy's album, Living and Dying in Three Quarter Time. And a couple of songs on that album you may recognize are Pencil Thin Mustache and Come Monday. His first top 40 hit, reaching number 30 on the Billboard Hot 100. It always seems to me like those two songs came later on in his career, but they didn't, and they have been around for a very long time. Now back to this episode's song, a cornerstone song for me, and I'll explain that further in a moment. Let's listen to a bit of it now, shall we? Again, Jimmy, don't get upset, just trying to grow the brand. Six hours later, we hit Cincinnati. Yawning, she woke and then asked where we were. 
When she found out she said I must be going This close to Nashville was too close for her So I stopped by the roadside and I gave her five dollars She took it then kissed me and gave me a note She told me just to read it and mail it in Nashville On old loose leaf paper to her mother she wrote She said, Mama, I'm fine if you happen to wonder I don't have much money but I still get around Church in near 36 Sunday. So fuck all those West Nashville Grand Ballroom gals. Such a great, smooth, mellow song. A cruising in your car kind of song. A song perfect for a lazy day on the beach, or your back patio, or hell, sitting on a deck overlooking the mountains. I guess what I'm driving at is this song is perfect for anywhere you are at any time. And this song was one of several cornerstone songs for me, songs that built my Parrothead fandom. When I heard this song for the first time, I knew Jimmy was someone who was going to be special in my life. There is something about this song, the way it tells a story, almost like it is a short story with words and music. I can see the car, nothing too fancy. Jimmy hadn't made it too far on the success, success train at this point in time. I can see the girl. I know her backstory by the words he penned. She's obviously been someone held down all her life. Someone pushed towards a goal she didn't want. And one day she just said to hell with it all and simply walked away. I can see the mom stunned to silence after a slap she didn't mean as her daughter simply walks out the door and out of her life for good. That is the power of the words in this song. It paints that kind of picture in my mind. And that is why I fell in love with West Nashville Grand Ballroom Gown. Such a powerfully written song. Jimmy Buffett really is showing how great a songwriter he is. And he is the sole and only writer of this song from what I have found on the web. Bravo, Jimmy. As I do each episode, here come some facts. And thank you Set List FM for this information. This song has been played only six times by Jimmy in concert. W-T-F. If a man my age can say that six times... Six effing times. Wow. Jimmy, please dig this one up and put it in a set list again. Please. Drop Five O'Clock Somewhere. Drop Brown Eyed Girl every once in a while. And for the love of all that is holy, please, please play this song live again. And if you want to know when it was played live, it looks like 1974 was its hottest year. It was played in January of that year. And again in October of that year. And April of 2019 was the last time it has been played live. At least it has been played recently. And it looks like 2018, 1997, and 1975 were also the years it was featured on tour. Kind of stunning to learn those facts. I would have thought it had been played more. Todd Snyder has played it at least 36 times in concert. In case you want to know that. Which is good. At least it is getting played live somewhere. I've heard that version. It's good stuff. It's different, but uh, very good. Um, Seek it out if you have the time. Well, I hope you have enjoyed this episode. And thank you for tuning in. And if you are returning, 
a million thank yous for that. And do I have any recommendations this week? Uh, the new Kenny Chesney album is a great listen. Dusted that off recently. And the song Everyone She Knows is standing out to me right now. But Kenny is awesome, and whatever he does, I'm on board with. I truly hope he carries on the Buffett legacy for years to come. That's it. You can email me with anything you want to at zombiebeach3 at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening. Time to set sail. Fins up.